Welcome to the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Please enjoy the rest of our show. Right now, making our teams feel connected is job number one for any leader. That's a quote from Bruce Daisley, author of Eat, Sleep, Work, Repeat. And in today's episode, I want to camp out on this idea. How do we make our teams feel connected when we're more physically disconnected than ever? I'm your host, Jenny Katrin, founder and CEO of the Foresight Group, and I want to say thanks for joining me for today's episode. I don't know about you, but after about a month or so in quarantine, I'm becoming very aware of how the smallest moments of connection really energize me. To see faces of family or friends on a video screen or to get an unexpected text from a friend or a colleague that's just checking on me, these things that used to be ordinary carry greater weight and significance right now. I'm noticing the solidarity of other business leaders and partners a greater commitment to support one another and champion each other. I'm noticing the great lengths people will go to to do things that matter significantly to them, such as the turnout of Wisconsin voters for our primary election, in spite of social distancing concerns with going to the polls and all the drama that kind of surrounded our election still happening, and we won't even get into all of that. But what I'm getting at is that what is important to us, what we value, is finding its way to the surface. Remember my equation for culture? That our values multiplied by our behavior equals our culture. And this is a great time to analyze your culture. How are you behaving as a team? What's getting the most of your time and your energy? Your behavior is going to give you a clue to what you truly value. Not just what you say you value. Not even what you wish you valued not what you want others to think that you value, your behavior under a season of the incredible pressure and stress that a crisis creates will disclose what you really value. And in some ways, I have to kind of say out, right? So here's my question for you today. How are you valuing your team right now? So going back to the quote that I opened the episode with, Right now, making our teams feel connected is job number one for any leader. How do we make our teams feel connected when we're more disconnected than ever? How do we increase this value of connection? Because here's the challenge I'm experiencing. For most of us as leaders, we've been reacting and responding to the urgent needs that this crisis has created. And in some ways, very practical things like moving our ministries or businesses to online offerings. And for others, figuring out how to survive closing our doors for weeks or months. Like these are some real things that we're challenged with. For some of you like myself, whose livelihoods involve travel, we're having to adjust to more digital offerings. All of us are making adjustments that require an exorbitant amount of energy. And if I'm honest, I'm kind of a little tired. But I deeply believe that how we lead our teams in this moment will position us for success in the long run. So we need to lead our teams well. 
And I want to give you some practical things that you can do to lead your team right now, especially when virtual is your only option, right? So here are a few challenges. Before we talk about some of the practical things that we can do, I want to identify some of the challenges that virtual work creates, especially if it wasn't already a part of your work rhythm. So some of you may have already been doing some virtual remote work kind of things, but for a lot of us, this wasn't the norm. And so here's some of the things I'm noticing. The first is awkwardness. Because let's be honest, it feels weird to do meetings via video if you've never done this before. Now, I have to acknowledge that at Foresight, our team is remote. And so we have been working through remote uh, virtual team best practices for the last few years. Uh, But prior to that, I led teams and staff teams that were all together, at least, you know, frequently together. We had some remote work and we had some different office spaces. But by and large, we were together most of the time. So we've gone through these things ourselves, perhaps a few steps ahead of some of you. But there's this awkwardness that it's weird to meet via video if this is something that you've not done before. And we're self-conscious. We're constantly looking at our image on the screen. Have you ever noticed this? That you're always looking at yourself on the screen rather than looking at the faces of others. Uh, So we we just don't know how to be normal on video. And I get it. It takes some time. But the only way we're gonna get comfortable with it is to just keep doing it. And so we've gotta just acknowledge that there's some awkwardness in trying to figure out how to use these tools for virtual work, but we need to do it. Second thing I notice is that there's kind of a loss of casual connection. When we're working remotely, we don't have those hallway conversations or moments of random chit chat when we're just getting that cup of coffee or tea in my case, right? But we lose those moments that make us human, just those little random moments that happen as we bump into each other in the hall. We're just chit-chatting about like just the average stuff that's happening in our lives and our worlds. We, we miss the fun and the frivolous that happens naturally when we're just in, in proximity to each other. Third thing I notice is that all of our engagement, if we're not careful, becomes business. So we only schedule calls or meetings when we need something from one another, And so our engagement becomes solely transactional, and therefore we further lose that relational element of our work. And so this is something we've got to be really aware of and intentional about, is that we can just only schedule meetings when uh, we have something work-wise that we need to accomplish. And so we need to figure that out because this is one of our dangers. And then the fourth thing that I'm noticing is that we lack clarity on how to engage. And so we are kind of clumsy with how to get things done because we need clarity around which tools to use for what purpose. Should we text, use Slack, email, phone, video? I mean, and you can probably fill in a a zillion more apps and tools that your team sometimes uses. When should we expect to hear from one another? And so what we really need are new rules of engagement. And those are just a few things that were kind of top of mind for me, but I bet you can relate to many of them. Honestly, I really believe that your team is either your greatest asset or your greatest liability in crisis, right? Like there's a lot on the line here because teams either become more unified or more divided when put under pressure. And you're probably noticing this. You're probably already seeing like this distinctiveness, this divide within your teams of uh, where you're becoming more unified or where you're becoming more divided. But the good news is, is that I believe this is within your control. Like, I believe that you can do something about this. And remember, your number one job right now is to create connection for your team. So I want to give you four things you can do to create connection right now. 
And the first is to be visible. Spend time with your team. Be present. They need to see you. See, oftentimes in crisis, we as leaders get in on the action. We've got it. There's a lot we've got to get done. And we, we busy ourselves with the additional demands of the ever-changing dynamics around us. And we spend less time with our teams rather than more time with our teams. And I want you to think about the last few weeks and what this has looked like for you. And really, honestly, you probably had to be, you know, like just get in there and get stuff done because of all the pivots that you had to make. Um, You probably have had to essentially divide and conquer, right? Like you're going to go take care of this. The team's taking care of this. Everybody goes and like gets stuff done. And I get it. But I want you to hear this. You need to spend more time with your team right now. They need to see you and hear from you. And this is exponentially impacted by the need for social distancing and not being able to be in proximity. So you've got to like figure out how to overcome the obstacles to actually be more present virtually with them. You've got to heighten your awareness and call attention to the ways that you're grateful for them and the contributions that your team members are making. You've got to find ways to communicate that stuff. You've got to communicate your belief in them. And I would just tell you simple things like if a team member comes to mind, just text them, check in on them. If someone delivered well on an objective or a project, give them a call or send them an email or highlight it in your next staff meeting. Because if you were in the office together, you probably would have in a hallway conversation. Hey, John, that was awesome. Thanks so much for how you got that project done and made that happen this week. But see, when we're having to work virtually, unless you are intentional to make a point to say that, you're not going to just bump into them. So don't leave it unsaid. Make sure you're being intentionally present with your team. They need to see you. You've got to be visible. Secondly, reestablish structure. There, you need some rhythms and some predictability right now. Super important because so much other stuff is unknown, right? So much of our world is upended and we are creatures of habit. We like our routine as much as we think we don't. We actually really like some things to be predictable in our lives. So whatever structure that your team had for meetings, keep them. Just do them virtually. And you might still need to make some adaptations to them. But but what I want to encourage you to do is not just like start from scratch. Like look at what your meeting structure used to be and then say, okay, how do we recreate that virtually? So develop best practices for working remotely. So back to, you know, understanding how to use your tools, establish and communicate your rules of engagement, things like when you're going to be available, which tools you'll use for productivity and communication, share what the expected response times are. How soon do we expect people to respond? Put some thought into that because you know what, they're, they've got their kids at home doing school and, you know, their, their spouse is also probably home working. So they have extra things kind of competing for their time and attention. So be realistic with it, but do set some of those expectations. You need to define it all and redefine it all for your team and set expectations for how you'll approach the days and the weeks ahead and say, you know what, for the next few weeks, here's here's the meetings that we're going to do. I know a lot of teams who are doing daily check-in meetings. Well, that might not be for forever, but they're saying, you know what, for the next two weeks or four weeks, we're going to do daily check-ins just to make sure we're all on the same page and we are aligned and working on the same objectives together. And also just naming the reality that we're going to set these rhythms and structures and they're going to evolve. So this might not be for our forever, but here's what we're doing for now. Third thing we need to do is to define the values essential for this season. 
So whether your team has stated values or not, there are values in your culture that have defined how you work together. You may just not have declared them or put them on the wall, but there are some things that have defined how your team works together. And in times of crisis, there are some values that just became essential for survival, and you need to bring these values to everyone's attention. I wrote an article on this, I think last week, about the values that became essential for every team right now in crisis. And it's things like flexibility, resiliency, proactivity, good communication. And let's be honest, a lot of our teams aren't great at all of those. Uh, there are, you know, the older your team is, the bigger your team is, the more difficult it is for you to be flexible. And so you may have to really like reinforce the importance of that in this season, that resiliency piece of like, this is requiring different things from us. And so helping coach our teams on how to be resilient and how to be able to, you know, react and respond to everything that we're navigating, um, that proactive nature of like, hey, we can't wait for things to happen. We need everybody to take a more proactive stance in helping be think through solutions and communication. Gracious, because we can't be in proximity, we've got to learn better and new communication channels. And those are just four that kind of are top of mind for me. But which ones of these are your team naturally strong in? And which ones maybe are a struggle? Are there others that are really important to your team in this season? You just need to identify some values that became important in this season And you've got to name them and equip your team to develop them. And then number four, I want you to attend to the social and emotional needs of your team. Remember that you're not simply leading professionals. You're leading whole people. And so you have to provide space for that virtual social interaction time, making time for fun. Um, Maybe it's an occasional non-working lunch on Google Hangouts or a specified break to play an online trivia together or a Slack channel for the best coronavirus memes, like just creating some, some moments that are relational that help people connect in relaxed ways. And your team's going to take cues from you on how you're processing and how you're releasing this underlying stress of the season. I was talking to a leader today who um, their team's being really intentional to create just some fun moments, uh, even virtually, because that's one of the things that's always been a part of their team culture. So they're, they're going out of their way to create some fun and light moments so that there's some levity for their team in this, in this season. So you've got to model it and then you've got to make sure that you're asking your team how they're doing and how you can support them because everybody's emotionally in a little different place. Everybody's navigating different things. So being attentive to that, just having your eyeballs on that and having some sensitivity to the emotional and social needs of your team is really key. And you're not responsible for shouldering their social and emotional health, but communicating that you care about them holistically is just going to deepen trust that will help you guys continue to build upon as a team in this season. And so guys, your team, I think, will become, is really more critical than ever to helping you pull out of this crisis. Like at the end of the day, you know, we're going to be, we're, things are going to shift it and change, but that team, who you're standing with, is critical to your success on the other side of this. And your culture will provide the stability that your strategy will stand upon when we get to a place where we can get back to being more intentional and strategic with what we're doing and how we're doing it. But right now, you've got to invest and develop that team. Ultimately, you have to figure out what works for you and your team. But I want to implore you to give this your time and attention, this idea of connecting your team. Your team needs you and they need each other. 
And they're longing for a hint of what's known and familiar. So think through the best moments in the office and consider how can you recreate them virtually? I'm hearing tons of stories of teams doing virtual happy hours where they hop on a call and just catch up for a few minutes. I'm hearing teams doing lunch together once a week, no agenda, but just enjoying their lunch break together. I'm hearing stories of teams sharing family photos and funny stories on a dedicated Slack channel. So get creative, have fun, and most importantly, put the heart in your leadership right now and create these meaningful connections. A recent Harvard Business Review article said this, those who manage the economic effects of this crisis in a clear and compassionate way create more value for their companies and will come out of this pandemic stronger than ever before. And this is what I hope for your teams. I deeply believe that we need extraordinary leadership more than ever. And my personal philosophy of leadership is anchored in the great commandment where we're instructed to love God and love others with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. And if you have the Four Dimensions book, I'd suggest it's a great time to pick that back up and refresh yourself on what it means to lead with all of who you are. See, our greatest calling is to love God and love others with all of who we are, starting with heart. So let's make connection job number one right now. And I want to encourage you, um, hop over to the Foresight website. It's getforesight.com. And you'll see a pop-up window offering you our latest resource, Seven Ways to Nurture Your Team Culture in Turbulent Times. It's a free video and download. I've covered some of the content in this episode today, but there's some other things there that I didn't get to in today's episode. But I want you to check it out. And more importantly, I hope it'll just be useful to you as you continue to lead well in this season. Because guys, we need you leading well. Like we need leaders who are thriving and healthy and helping our teams pull through this. And I know there's a lot of weight and pressure on you and we are praying for you and we are championing you uh, as leaders. And so anything we can do to support you, please let us know. You can email me, Jenny at getforesight.com. And um, anything we can do to support you, we are eager to do. Also remember, if you haven't had a chance to check this out, we have the free culture workbook that will walk you through the steps of defining your culture. So maybe you've never done much work on defining your culture, that values multiplied by behavior uh, equation. Um, This workbook kind of is a Kickstarter for that conversation. So you can text foresight, the number four, and the word sight, S-I-G-H-T, to 773-770-4377. So text foresight, the number four, and the word sight, to 773-770-4377. And then you can get that free download. You'll also get our weekly leadership insights. So we're just hoping to keep encouraging you on your journey as a thriving leader, especially in a season of crisis and unknown. Because what I know is so important right now is that we need you leading well. And so we want to keep equipping you to do that. Stay tuned, stay with us, and we'll see you next time. listening to the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please email Jenny at podcast at get the number four site.com. If this content has helped you in any way, we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast. Your comments mean the world to us, so please rate and leave comments on our podcast. And remember, you need foresight for success. We will see you next time.